Welcome to the Wander Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Franz Tapon. In this episode, I will be interviewing Katiri Anderson Hamans, who is a expert meditator of the Isha Judd Meditation System. I'll go ahead and show you in the links in the show notes how you contact her and you can learn a little bit more about it. I didn't focus so much about the actual system and how it works, more about meditation in general, a little bit about her travel experiences and stuff like that. I've always been interested in meditating, although I haven't really used it. So I'm using this episode as a way to kind of learn a little bit more. And for those of you who are listening to this, you might also benefit from such a opportunity to learn more about meditation, its pros and cons. Well, I don't think there are that many cons, except for it does take some time. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash ftapon to become a patron. Thank you. Where would you start and how did you start? What was your whole process of getting into meditation? I'm currently in Peru. I was in Uruguay and then Mexico before this. But I also have spent um, over a year and a half at meditation retreat centers between Mexico and Uruguay. And so I've also been able to cultivate and explore the inner world and this deep, profound place, space inside of me where I can find an internal space of peace that doesn't matter where I'm in the world I bring it with me wherever I go and I love travel I tell everyone travel see the world explore it's going to change your life but for me the internal world is just important or more because it's something I bring with me no matter where I'm in the world my well-being it's like an inner sense of well-being that I can be in Peru I can be in Mexico I can be Uh, at the Eiffel Tower, I can be in South Africa, Lesotho, Japan, and that sense of well-being I bring with me. I have kind of a similar aspect when I travel. Even though I don't do meditation, I feel like I'm carrying my home, not just literally on my back, but also uh, in my mind and spirit. So I always feel comfortable no matter where I am, no matter what the culture, no matter what the language. And how did you start meditating when you were 17? So did that help in some ways to bring that uh, kind of comfort wherever, no matter where you are on the planet? Oh, absolutely. Um, for sure. You know, actually, before I was meditating, I had a lot of mental health issues, a lot of self-esteem issues, and my mind would never shut up. <laughs> you know, that, that voice in there, that saying, that brings us to suffer on some point, that makes us feel discontent on some point, that makes us feel that we're not good enough on some point or what we have isn't good enough on some point. Like before, when, I mean, the meditation I've done has helped me um, heal depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, two eating disorders, uh, just a bunch of things. Um, And it's crazy because back then when I was um, suffering more, I could be at some beautiful place in the world because I would still be traveling and I would be miserable or I would be somewhere else and I'd be miserable because I brought my mind with me wherever I went. And as I started doing the inner healing and work, I could really appreciate the moment that I was in and truly live the moment because so many times our mind never stops working. It stops going and going and going and we're not used to being fully in this moment and fully experiencing life, which really is only this moment, that I wasn't fully able to grasp the 
the immensity of the beauty of the places where I was when I traveled. And now as I'm present, I'm fully there experiencing that. I'm hearing the sound of the waves. I'm experiencing the wind. I'm really experiencing this moment instead of thinking where's next or thinking about something else or worrying about this or that. For somebody who, let's say, is not going under any terrible strain or trouble in their life, why should they do any kind of meditation at all? Um, I practice the Ishijid system, which is um, I found to be the most effective meditation that I had found. Um, and there's people with more extreme um, issues like I started out with, but there's people who are just leaving, living normal, mostly content lives. And I still see impound, profound impacts on how it even enhances that, that it even makes their life even better. Now, I feel like my life is great, but I continue to practice because it constantly is enhancing. Um, it's being content and feeling good to be able to fully appreciate this moment, fully be here now and experiencing an inner peace that doesn't waver depending on my circumstances. So there's so many benefits of meditation that even if you're like, yeah, my life's doing pretty good, nothing extreme, I completely recommend. Right. Now, now meditation is a word kind of like running. So just saying that I do running doesn't I mean, there's such a different ways of running. <laughs> you can run for one kilometer. You can run up hills. You could run 10 kilometers. You could go at a certain pace. There's so many different ways. Same thing with meditation, I imagine. There's so many different. So when you say what, you meditate, how long do you meditate for that you feel brings you benefits? Because I've heard some people do it as little as five or 10 minutes. Other people do it for hours all day. I love that you say that because there's hundreds, probably thousands of different um, meditation methods. I had tried quite a few, but then when I tried the Shijit system, it was like immediately I started to connect with this inner experience of peace and silence and tranquility inside of me that not only did I experience while I was with eyes closed, but it's something that with this practice we cultivate and bring with ourselves in every moment of our life. It's a, a to-go practice. It's not just while you're meditating. It's all 24 hours of the day to help sustain that experience of peace in the day-to-day -day life. Um, I personally do an hour a day um, of the practice um, before, because I'm super busy. I work like three jobs. I worked two jobs while I was in college, involved in everything. People are like, how do you find that time? But once you make it a priority and you're like, okay, I want to give an hour a day to dedicate to myself, to my peace, to my well-being, to my own experience of love with myself and love of life really because that's what i feel i've gained from this um it starts to um manifest in every part of my life because i bring that energy with me throughout the day thanks to what i've given to myself for that hour katiri tell me an example of when you can practice gratitude because that's something i believe in give me a specific concrete way that you do it do you think, okay, for the next 10, 20 minutes, I'm going to set a timer on my smartphone and it's going to tell me, force me to think just about gratitude, gratitude, one piece of gratitude, many pieces of gratitude. How do you, what's the mechanics of what you're going, what's going through your brain or, or is it just more free flowing? So with the practice of the Shijit system, when I do that hour a day with eyes closed, I think these phrases, um, that are high vibrational, um, based in praise, gratitude, love, unity. And when I'm doing that, all I have to do is think the phrase and let time pass. And the amazing thing about um, this type of 
meditation, which actually we call unification, because we unify with ourselves and with the world. Um, the amazing part about it is that there's one part, sometimes it's doing a, cultivating a deep experience of peace. And then there's another times where the experience might not be as comfortable, it might be a little more not as like that deep piece, but what that's doing is it's cleaning out our nervous system from the past traumas, from the repressed emotions, from the memories, and anything that impedes us from experience life fully, from experiencing that gratitude that comes from within for life. Um, in my day-to-day, -day, uh, one of the pillars of the issue system is that what you focus on grows. So the more you focus, just moment to moment, things to appreciate, things to be grateful for, things to appreciate for oneself. Because one thing that I've gained a lot of awareness from this practice is that we tend to be our harshest critic. We tend to be very hard on ourselves. And the way in which I judge myself, I judge the world. So the more loving and internally kind that I am to myself, the more appreciative automatically I am of others. And people are like, don't judge others. And I found the less I judge myself, it's just an automatic response, the less I judge others. Um, so that's what the practice and that's automatic. But yes, definitely throughout the day, um, I look for things to be grateful for. It's, it's looking for that focus um, to focus on praise, love, and gratitude. And it's a choice we have in every moment. In this moment, what can I appreciate? In this moment, what can I be thankful for? In addition to that, what the Shijid system has given me as I've been able to cultivate this inner experience of peace and joy that I actually do feel when inside of myself. I feel this vibration of peace if I come here to my heart center, think the facet. Um, the amazing thing too is that it's been able to spark moments um, that keep growing every time it keeps growing and becoming more sustainable where I feel gratitude that comes from within that it's an automatic gratitude that almost like bubbles from within me and not because I'm trying to force myself to be grateful, which is the best feeling. It's really, really amazing. And I'm so grateful for this practice to have been able to give me that experience because that experience is priceless. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, if people want to learn a little bit more about the Isha Judd meditation mm -hmm. program, since a lot of people haven't even heard of it, where do you advise them to go? I love the book, Why Walk When You Can Fly by Shajid. Um, probably my favorite book that teaches the system. That's what I started out with, actually. But um, there is a website. Um, I'm like, let me, I think it's www.ishajid.com. And there's, it's like in Spanish, English, and Portuguese. Um, it has a ton of information about the practice itself, um, about you can actually even go to the centers in uh, Mexico and Uruguay. Also, there's a foundation that teaches this that has taught this at um, to people across Latin America. Um, the founder has talked at the United Nations. There's a program for children. Um, and they've actually taught people who have been incarcerated, people with disabilities, um, and have done a ton of social work as well. And um, I actually, myself and about 250 others that have done a long process of self-discovery, self-awareness of at least six months um, can now become facilitators or instructors. 
So I myself or people who have done that deep work that I have done um, can actually teach it. So I give Zoom seminars um, or in-person seminars and then support students um, through the practice, which actually is really unique about this, that the foundation and instructors like myself, the teachers actually give like free lifetime support once you've taken a seminar. So um, because the emotional component is in there and really dedicated to supporting each other in growth and our own well-being and this inner experience of peace. Um, so yeah, I can actually send you the, the link for the website. It's uh, HTTPS backslash ishajud.com. I'll put all the information on the show notes for those who want to learn a little bit more about the Isha Judd meditation system. And I hope even if it doesn't encourage them to go there, they should just consider meditation in general. And I'm guilty because I've considered it, have yet to do it. But I think, uh, yeah, I think probably the part of the problem is that some people go to meditation because there's a pain in their life. They're missing something. And and it's harder to to get yourself motivated if you don't feel anything is particularly wrong at that moment. And but I but I do understand it can be preventative. It can heal parts of your thing that you're not even aware of, etc. So <sighs> I will certainly keep it in mind. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope that you've encouraged people to take a deeper look. And that ends this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we've talked about, go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember F Tapon. That's my first initial and my last name. F Tapon is always my social media username. My website is ftapon.com. Do you want to leave me an anonymous voicemail where you can make a comment or ask a question? Then go to speakpipe.com slash ftapon. Furthermore, if you'd like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. Now, five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the WanderLearn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.